Hey, it's your host, April. This show, The High Guide, talks about altered states of consciousness brought on by cannabis and psychedelics and is intended for audiences 21 and over. If you've been listening to the show for a while and you like what you hear, please leave us a rating, a review, or a heart wherever you listen to podcasts. And lastly, I'm not a medical professional. If you are experiencing any mental or physical health concerns, please seek a licensed medical professional. Potent plants help us connect with our inner child. And Journey 2 wants to tap into the fun and optimism that being without responsibility can bring to our interactions. This audio was created with the intention of instigating playfulness, specifically being playful with friends, because with whom you choose to consume potent plants will most certainly dictate your overall experience while you're under the influence. And now that we're more likely to connect and socialize in private and small groups of close, trusted friends, and without alcohol more and more, people are open to rethinking the existing social constructs rooted in public drinking. What if you chilled at home with an audio journey that allowed you to create space and reflect with those who know you best and love you most? Journey number one was about getting outside while under the influence to take in the sights of Halloween. But with journey number two, we're airing this episode prior to Thanksgiving to encourage listeners, that's you all, to enjoy this episode and psychedelics with friends and family at Thanksgiving. So depending where you live geographically, you may need to stay indoors. And according to our psychonauts that we're going to hear from in this episode and who completed journey number two, this audio should be enjoyed under the influence of psilocybin and while you're safely indoors. Also, like, going outside wouldn't have been possible. I would have gone run over by a car. Mm, yeah. You, Especially <laughs> New York City. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's, that wouldn't have been safe. <laughs> yeah. Who are today's psychonauts? Well, they'd rather not say. This is what I can tell you. These 20-something-year-old women live in Brooklyn. They're roommates and friends. And neither of them had consumed psychedelics before doing so for Journey Number 2, which aired last week. They chose to consume a Cubinus strain, that's a, a, fr- a whole fruit body of mushrooms. We don't want to call them magic mushrooms, even though they totally are. But they chose to consume a Cubinus strain called Golden Teacher, also known as Golden Emperor. And this is perhaps the most well-known strain. Its potency is mild especially at the low dose in which they took it, one and a half grams, and they experienced effects aligned with this strain at a low dose, such as visual distortions, enhanced colors, lightness and giddiness, euphoria, spiritually in tune. All right. Where do I even begin? Um, So this was my first time ever doing any kind of psychedelics. Um, I've always wanted to, and my friend... um, she had mentioned that she wanted to do it. And I was like, oh, okay, like what a great opportunity. Let's both do it. Um, So we both took about 1.5 grams, um, which was like maybe a a little more than a third of like the packaged dose. Um, And I have a very low tolerance when it comes to weed. So I wanted to start low. And she has a very high tolerance when it comes to weed. Nevertheless, they were ready to move through the gateway. And their mindset reflected their curiosity. I'm in a point in my life where I just wanted to experience things. So 
I've been curious. I've been wanting to try it for a little bit. The mindset I went in, you know, yeah, fuck it. I'm here for a good time. So did they have a good time? And we both had like two completely different experiences. Um, I kind of had like enhanced vision and enhanced light, uh, extreme calmness, giddiness. Um, uh, but I didn't see any like colors or hallucinations or, I mean, the walls were kind of wiggling, but not intensely. And that's kind of what I saw. I felt very like, oh, I understand the hippie movement and love and peace and everybody's my mom. We had such two different trips because I'm looking at you and you're like, my particles are leaving me. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, right. like, where are you going? Where are you going? You're like, like I want to go too. So I was having a full on trip. <laughs> I saw everything. Um, and I felt like I wasn't even in this dimension. The audio significantly impacted everything. So let's meet the audio composer for Journey Number Two, the host and creator of Podular Modcast, Tim Held. And we'll hear more about Tim's podcast. He'll be creating another audio adventure for us in Journey Number Four. And we'll hear more about his podcast then. So Tim wanted to create the arc of his soundtrack to be like the arc of a trip. I wanted to make sure I'm starting, you know, pretty nice and like, mm -hmm. let's stay calm and then let's get kind of giggly and goofy and then we'll get really weird and fun. And then we'll maybe get to a point where it's like, is this too weird? And then we'll draw it back and go into a nice, comfortable bed of, because I feel like it's, it's with um, psychedelics, there's always like, there's a point where you kind of, you reach some, some point in the trip. I don't know if it's pre or post peak. It's probably different for everybody, but you do hit a uh, a moment where you know you're not you're you know you're going to be okay. And as one of our psychonauts conveyed, the right attitude starts before you consume your medicine of choice. I trusted myself to get myself out of any situation. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm am I in a good mental headspace? Absolutely not, but. So what? I, I mean, I have a personality where I know I can handle myself no matter what. So here's what her friend and sister tripper, that's what I'm going to call her, had to say about the effect of the music, our audio, the high guides audio on the journey itself. And like every time there was a transition, the current world that she was seeing would go under and a new world would come up. But every time it would get into a rhythm of that new phase of the audio, she would get into it and she would like it. She's like, oh, my God, like, I wish you could see what I'm seeing right now. And I'm staring there. I'm like, what are you looking at? <laughs> every time there was a transition, she was like, oh, I don't like that. Like, I don't like this because it really affected how the shapes that she was seeing. I asked Tim Held, the audio creator, what are you trying to elicit with that really abrupt change in tone and mood? I wanted to strategically place the pieces to make kind of an arc and have certain moments maybe catch people's attention while they're talking or bonding and not listening to the music and then say, hey, whoa, wait, what's, what's going on here? Something I like to do is um, you could almost think of that moment that kind of happens really, really intensely and quickly with not much warning as like, uh, you know, a negative or intrusive thought, you know, mm. um, you could be having a great time and then this could crash in on you. Um, and 
I think within, in the context of listening to this in the in a trip, I wanted to almost have the have this song not only be for people who are tripping, but almost be kind of like a sonic representation of what a trip is, like this arc that I'm talking about. So you have these moments that can get kind of intense and they can be scary, but it's it is subjective about how scary or intense that is. I also really like the idea of creating and then breaking tension. Because I feel like, especially in the context of, you know, having um, a meaningful trip that, you know, you learn something about yourself or, you know, just unlock something um, that started as a tension that breaks, you know, it gets to a certain point and then it's relief. And I really like to do that in my music. Um, so there are moments where I don't want you to necessarily enjoy it, but I'm going to only just stick with it for just this long because I promise that what comes after it wouldn't be as good had you not gone through the, you know, the ringer first a little bit. Which is sort of like psychedelics, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 The tension for our psychonauts was created by both the sounds and the place within the apartment they chose to hang out. Both contribute to the journey's setting. Every time I came into the kitchen to my roommate, I'm like, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Back into my room of love. <laughs> my room, yeah, yeah with the okay. warm light. And I was like, oh, this light is so pretty. And I took a picture of it. And the next day I looked at it, I was like, it's just my light. <laughs> just fun colors. <laughs> so many fun colors. Yeah. So, you know, in the earlier stages of the high, when I was seeing patterns and different colors, whether it was just in the air or, you know, on the walls, on the curtains, you know, certain sounds show me certain colors. Majority of the sounds show me orange, yellow, or green. Mm -hmm. Some high-pitched sounds show me hot pink. That I truly enjoyed. (laughs) Some showed me blue. Um... I think, uh, I'm not good at explaining sounds, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. not musically trained, but I think certain, I don't know if it's like high-paced music, but the earlier soundtracks show me more of a kaleidoscope-ish pattern and movement. It's these observations of vivid, clearly psychedelic-induced experiences that underscore the impact of sound on our sight while we're under the influence. I do know that sound different different types of sounds can totally affect what you're seeing. What's going to make the walls go, you know, kind of like um blur together. I know what kind wait, of no, sounds no, no, no. that looks what like. Do you, wait, you know? what do you mean? What do you, what do you, you know the sounds that make the walls blur together? Yeah, so like if you're looking at a, a pattern that's like really intricate and then it just starts kind of melting and really dancing and waving, like I've found that if I, you know, take take a couple different voices, not voices, but like synth voices or sounds, um, and then pan them left and right and have them switch places, they're actually moving in physical spaces. You hear it and you're kind of interpreting that. Yeah. And then just certain effects kind of you can you can make things sound swirly and if it sounds swirly then it looks usually what you're looking at is going to get kind of swirly just ask one of our sister trippers i was staring at this one part of my wall and it, it started to move into like waves and if i stared long enough i then started seeing this like 
kaleidoscope, you know, it's like incredible what your eyes can like create out of this thing that, and it felt like this is always there. It's just now for the first time I can see it, you know? And it was just magic. It was, I see now, like so much, I get now why it's called magic mushrooms. And like, it really is magic. But for me, anytime I like laughed or like moved away, I could snap out of kind of that trance. Um, I would still notice where like the light hit everywhere in my room, which I found so beautiful. It was like this glowing sunlight with a little bit of sparkle and like, and I just felt super happy. Like I was so... I guess euphoric a little bit and just like giddy and like so grateful and everything was so beautiful and I like snuggled with my bird. Cuddled it. Pet bird. Yeah. (laughs) And like she would let me cuddle, which was crazy. Like she didn't like fitter around or try to escape, which she usually does, but she really just like let me hold her. And that was like, oh wow, like she must be feeling my energy right now, like that I'm calm and she can feel safe right now in my arms. Remember when Tim talked us through the arc he was creating? Um, so I was really thinking about just the arc of a trip. I wanted to make sure I'm starting, you know, pretty nice and like, mm-hmm. let's stay calm and then let's get kind of giggly and goofy and then we'll get really weird and And then we'll maybe get to a point where it's like, is this too weird? Once you're snuggling with a bird, have we reached the really weird part? (laughs) It's not the weirdest thing one can encounter. But back to the arc Tim is creating. Let's learn more about his experience with psychedelics. Yeah. um, So my we have a a group of friends, a small group of friends uh, that we do. We have like these these adult sleepovers. We call it actually a drug spa as a joke. He's got a baby grand piano and a million plants and a or- little orchard. And it's just, there's a hot tub and it's it's just a beautiful home. So, um, you know, we we all get together every so often and, and decide to uh, partake together. And I bring my synth and guitar and, and you know, like we like to play music and, and jam and stuff. And then... Uh, I thought it would be really fun because we would always be at the end of the night, you know, when everything was kind of cool and calm, we'd all be spread out through this living room on floors and couches and stuff and looking for music to listen to. Um, And so we got into listening to a lot of Brian Eno ambient music, you know, just really calm stuff. And I thought it would be fun if I made a piece specifically for for my friends um, to listen to when we're in this situation. Uh, So I called it music to come down to. How does Tim make music to come down to? Well, so I have a combination of digital and analog modules. That's that's pretty common now. There, there are some people out there that are kind of hardcore analog only. But um, I find that with this particular technology, with the modular, what's really different is it's just... It's not like picking up a guitar and knowing chords. You you literally have to say, I want this machine to talk to this one in this very specific way. And you have to find the right tools within your toolkit to try to find that sound that's in your head. Or oftentimes, as far as I'm concerned, when I'm making stuff, is I start plugging stuff in and chasing the sound that it starts making. So it's almost collaborative in a way because with a with a regular synthesizer... You have, everybody knows the keyboard, right? And they have the knobs and stuff. So that's all really hardwired in there. 
um, all these different components that make music. So when you see a keyboard, you instantly want to start playing like you would play you know, any other instrument with a keyboard. With this, there's, I mean, you can hook keyboards to it, but you're mostly just making these patch connections with these cables. So it kind of makes you think a lot differently um, about what you're making as far as a song goes or a piece. Notice Tim used the word patch, as in patchworks. The High Guide's partner in presenting this audio series psyched audio to you. Patchworks is where electronic music makers of all levels of experience go shopping. Patchworks has a simple mission to connect people with joy through electronic music. And the High Guide aims to do the same with psychedelics. Put them together and what have you got? Psyched audio. And I explained at the top of the show, we created this episode because we think getting high with friends is an important mission for you this holiday season. One of our psychonauts sums it up this way. Yeah, no internet hours. time. Yeah, like you're not going to the gym. You're not doing anything. You're not checking off to-do lists. You're just enjoying yourself for you, four you, hours. You and Tim, the composer of Journey 2, adds. A small percentage is the partying. It's really about the the connection, the communication, um, and just having people that you can be completely open and vulnerable around and have a support system of, of like-minded individuals who all really see you, you know? Yeah. And I think right. you have to kind of go through some of these, maybe you don't have to, but I think it helps a lot to go through these psychedelic experiences with them. The culmination of all of that is all of us feeling comfortable enough to be our inner children around each other. And the la like the, um, the laughing, like we all wake up the next morning and our stomachs hurt, not because we're hungover, because our muscles are sore because we were laughing so much. You know, our cheeks are tight because we're smiling all night, you know? We'll go outside for a while and lay down and look at the stars or we'll, you know, it's always fun to, to make dinner at the end of the night or something. Um, but there's always a weird 45-minute period there, probably on the, the downslope of the peak where mm -hmm. we're getting pretty weird with instruments. And, yeah. You're lucky, right? Not everybody that enjoys psychedelics has something that they can also do while they're under the influence because it's very difficult to even like pick up your phone. Just ask our two sister trippers. It took like a good 30 minutes just to order a nacho. Oh, this is true. <laughs> I was stressed over that. I really want nachos. Yeah. Just like scrolling the same menu. We could not figure it out. <laughs> and this is why we keep your interaction with whichever device is playing our Psyched Audio episodes as brief as possible. Aside from ordering nachos, I asked him if he envisioned everyone on their yoga mat, lying down with their eyes closed and listening. How did he think this episode would be enjoyed by most people? What I was imagining, especially if it was about um, being with friends or family, um, I imagined there would be moments of background where it was just like, Maybe they didn't notice it, but once it was gone, they would want it back. That's exactly how one of our psychonauts felt. I love the audio. Like, when it was done, I wanted to play it again. Um, mm. And I liked that at the end, it felt very much like coming back, like happily coming back home. And it, like, carried mm. you back into this, like, welcome home type of vibe. And, and like, I, I replayed that end part again. We think you should replay the welcome home type of vibe, too. And the Psychonauts from Journey Number 2 also suggest listening to Perfume. We'll add details of where you can watch their live shows in this episode's show notes. Perfume, they're a Japanese, like, electro-pop 
um, group, and they're famous for having, well, like yes, electro pop that is very unique to these three girls. But in addition, they're very famous for always combining technology with what they do. <laughs> yeah, this like sci-fi, like electro world.、Mm-hmm. You know, that's very like Japan and ahead of its time kind of thing, and. It is just perfect for、mm-hmm. when you're having a trip to see so many vibrant colors, to see so many patterns and shapes on the stage. They were doing like square patterns or triangular patterns.、Mm-hmm. I felt my body like you know dispensing in those patterns.、Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just so beautiful and like certain beats. Would like you know I just it was just melting. It felt、mm-hmm. so it felt so good. What makes you feel so good as it relates to potent plant pleasures? DM us on IG at thehigh.guide. Thanks for listening to this episode of the High Guide, and tune in every Friday for a new episode covering all things plant-based pleasures. Subscribe and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. And we don't just give good ear here at the High Guide. See us at our most funny on Instagram, where you can find us at the High Dot Guide, and online at our website, the High Dot Guide, is where you'll find the best advice from all your High Guides, and where you can sign up for our newsletter. <laughs>